In his presidential address at the 52nd annual meeting of the Evangelical Theological Society, John Salehamer emphasizes the profound importance of understanding the Messiah within the Hebrew Bible for both evangelical scholarship and the broader perspective of the Church on Scripture. He begins by referencing Walt Kaiser's review in the Journal of the Evangelical Theological Society, JETS, where Kaiser argues that this issue could be a defining moment for evangelical scholarship, potentially reshaping the Church's approach to Scripture. Central to this discussion is the question of whether the New Testament's interpretations of Old Testament texts truly reflect the original intentions of the Old Testament authors. Kaiser contends that this goes beyond mere hermeneutics, striking at the heart of the authority and content of divine revelation itself. In other words, if the New Testament interpretations are not rooted in the Old Testament text, then the ingeniousness of later writers in interpreting these texts is of little relevance. Also, Salehamer cites Gordon McConville, another evangelical Old Testament scholar, who accentuates the Messiah's critical role in the Old Testament. McConville debates that the legitimacy of a Christian understanding of the Old Testament largely depends on how convincingly one can dispute that the Old Testament is intrinsically messianic. Agreeing with these perspectives, Salehamer acknowledges their reflection of the current mindset in evangelical scholarship. He draws a parallel between the liberal quest for the historical Jesus and what appears to be the evangelical quest for the biblical Jesus. This quest, in his view, is central to contemporary discussions in evangelical biblical theology. While acknowledging the existence of other urgent issues, Salehamer affirms the importance of this topic, particularly as evangelical scholarship continues to evolve and define its identity. His address, delivered in November 2000, asserts his role as a key figure in the dialogue around biblical interpretation and the understanding of the Messiah in evangelical thought. Moreover, Seilhammer provides a detailed analysis of the evangelical perspective on messianic prophecy in the Hebrew Bible, focusing on the significant contributions of Ernst Wilhelm Hengstenberg and Johann Christian Konrad von Hoffmann. This analysis is set against the backdrop of the early 19th century Berlin revivals, which deeply influenced their theological views. Seilhammer notes that both Hengstenberg and Hoffman shared a belief in the centrality of Jesus and the New Testament, NT, in interpreting messianic prophecies in the Old Testament, OT. They saw these prophecies as supernatural revelations from God, rather than mere human aspirations for a better future. These revelations were considered vital for supporting the truth of the gospel. Hengstenberg's approach, as outlined by Seilhammer, was particularly shaped by his personal conversion experience and his goal to defend the Bible's authority. He viewed the workings of God in history as specific divine interventions within the normal flow of events. The Incarnation, for instance, was a prime example of such an intervention, altering God's relationship with the world. Hengstenberg considered Israel's history as a series of these divine actions, though they did not create lasting historical ripples. He likened these events to a splash in a river, significant but quickly absorbed into the ongoing flow of time. According to Seilhammer, Hengstenberg believed the prophets received quick miraculous visions of the messianic future, but could only record fragments due to their fleeting nature. These fragmented visions needed to be pieced together to understand the messianic prophecies, with the NT providing crucial context. Seilhammer identifies three enduring assumptions in Hengstenberg's legacy that influence modern evangelical thought. 
the opaque nature of messianic prophecies requiring interpretation, the predictive nature of the OT as a testament to its messianic intent, and the apologetic value of these prophecies in affirming the truth of Christianity. This analysis demonstrates the depth and complexity of evangelical views on messianic prophecy, shaped by historical context and theological interpretations. Furthermore, Seilhammer offers a detailed examination of the differing perspectives of biblical scholars Hengstenberg and von Hoffmann on messianic prophecy in scripture. Hengstenberg concentrated on the textual analysis of messianic prophecies within scripture, attempting to piece them together cohesively. In contrast, von Hoffmann took a broader view, focusing on the historical events recorded in the Bible. He argued that it wasn't merely the text that was messianic, but history itself, According to von Hoffmann, the events in Israel's history were a form of material prophecy, revealing the narrative of the Messiah. This approach views history as an unfolding revelation of God's plan, culminating in the incarnation of Jesus Christ. Von Hoffmann highlighted God's active involvement in history, which made Israel's history unique and sacred. He believed that every event in Israel's history was part of a divine trajectory leading to the Messiah. This perception of history as a divine narrative implied that the Hebrew Bible was inherently about the Messiah, even in passages that did not initially appear messianic. Seilhammer indicates the essential role of the New Testament in interpreting the Old Testament. For von Hoffmann, understanding the messianic elements in the Hebrew Bible hinged on the context provided by the NT. This perspective marked a shift in evangelical thought, from a literal to a more interpretive understanding of biblical events as part of a sacred, divinely guided history. Salehammer acknowledges the validity of some assumptions by Hengstenberg and von Hoffmann, but suggests that a more comprehensive exploration is necessary. He proposes that prophecy should be viewed not just as a prediction of the future, but also as guidance for reaching that future. He maintains the importance of the OT in forming the messianic image and suggests that the distribution of messianic texts follows a discernible pattern. This pattern could offer new insights into the messianic narrative. Seilhammer likens the Hebrew Bible to a stained glass window where each fragment is part of a larger, cohesive picture. By exploring the compositional structure of the Hebrew Bible, he believes we can gain a deeper understanding of the messianic narrative and its connection to the NT. In addition, Seilhammer presents a distinctive approach to understanding the Messiah in the Hebrew Bible, articulated through three main propositions. His focus is not on convincing others, but on explaining his perspective. Firstly, Seilhammer reinterprets Old Testament messianic prophecy as both prediction and identification. Unlike traditional views that see prophecy as solely predictive, he suggests it also involves identifying and describing the Messiah. This approach contrasts with the idea of prophecy as a mere foresight of future events. Salehamer points out that OT prophecies did not just predict the coming of the Messiah, but also defined and recognized this figure, shaping the understanding and expectation of future generations. This concept is evident in how New Testament writers interpret the OT, viewing it as a pre-interpreted text that aligns with their understanding of messianic prophecy. Secondly, he proposes that the OT messianic vision, initially fragmented, gradually becomes cohesive throughout the Hebrew Bible's formation. This progression starts with the Pentateuch, where the Messiah is portrayed akin to Moses, a prophetic priest-king. This foundational messianic theme is further expanded in the prophets and writings, culminating in a comprehensive exposition of Pentateuchal messianism. 
Further, Salehamer challenges the notion of reinterpretation of non-Messianic OT sections by later authors. He advocates for an intrinsic understanding of the OT as a text that interprets itself, where later passages draw on the historical intentions of earlier authors. This perspective eliminates the perceived gap between the OT and NT, suggesting a direct literary link and continuity. The messianic expectation, as developed in the OT, finds its fulfilment in Jesus, as portrayed in the NT. Salehamer's interpretation reiterates the OT's role in shaping the messianic understanding and its fulfilment in Jesus, suggesting a unified narrative across both testaments focused on the Messiah. Besides, Salehamer presents a nuanced understanding of the messianic vision in the Old Testament, challenging traditional perspectives that seek coherence through the New Testament. He introduces the idea that the OT's messianic vision, initially fragmented and scattered across various texts, gradually attains greater cohesion within the OT itself. This proposition is a departure from the approach of scholars like Hengstenberg, who viewed the messianic vision as a disjointed collection that finds its resolution only in the NT. Seilheimer's argument centers on the intrinsic coherence within the OT, particularly in the composition of the prophetic books and the Pentateuch. He suggests that the fragmented pieces of the messianic vision, when viewed through the structure of the Hebrew Bible, the law, the prophets and the writings, Tanakh, begin to form a more transparent and cohesive picture. This transparency and coherence emerge not from the chronological sequencing of the texts, but from the developmental stages of biblical authorship. Repeating the role of biblical authors in shaping this vision, Salehamer underlines that authors such as those of Kings and Chronicles worked with existing texts. Their method of organising and presenting these texts was not merely a record of events, but a deliberate effort to imbue these events with meaning and clarity, thereby contributing to the evolving messianic narrative. This approach to composition and interpretation within the OT itself is key to understanding how the initially scattered messianic vision gradually becomes more cohesive. Salehamer's proposition thus reframes the understanding of the OT's messianic vision. He contends for an internal developmental coherence that unfolds within the OT, as opposed to an external resolution provided by the NT. This perspective invites readers to view the OT not just as a precursor to the NT, but as a complete and self contained narrative with its own intrinsic structure and meaning. Additionally, Salehammer's Proposition Hash 3 presents a comprehensive view of the Hebrew Bible, underscoring its dual nature as both foundational text and interpretative commentary. He suggests that the Pentateuch, the first five books, sets forth a messianic vision, which is subsequently expounded upon and elucidated in the Prophets and the Writings. This perspective regards the later books not as introductions of new revelations, but as detailed commentaries on the initial vision presented in the Pentateuch. Seilhammer emphasizes the role of prophets like Habakkuk, who were not merely receivers of divine visions but also interpreters. This process is likened to an exegesis of an exegesis, where the primary task is to explicate the prophets' own explanations of their visions. He uses the metaphor of a stained-glass window to describe how the prophets and the writings add colour and texture to the initial light of the Pentateuch, combining to form a larger, more comprehensive picture. A key example of this interpretative approach is seen in how Isaiah integrates aspects of Genesis, connecting messianic poems from the Pentateuch to form a narrative thread that extends through the Old Testament and into the New Testament. 
This intertextual strategy is also evident in works like Psalm 72 and Hosea, which directly reference the eschatology of the Pentateuch, demonstrating a thematic and prophetic continuity. Also, Salehamer discusses the compositional strategy within the Pentateuch itself. He proposes that the Pentateuch links historical events like the Exodus to a future messianic vision, establishing a narrative framework that later biblical texts further develop. Moreover, Salehamer explores the Emmanuel prophecy in Isaiah 7.14, advocating for an interpretation that considers the unity of the book of Isaiah. This contrasts with historical critical methods that might isolate the prophecy from its wider context. Understanding the prophecy within the broader context of Isaiah, Salehamer debates, allows for a deeper understanding of its messianic implications, which are later expanded upon in the New Testament. In essence, Salehamer's proposition accentuates the Hebrew Bible as an intricately woven narrative, where each part, from the Pentateuch to the prophets and the writings, contributes to a collective understanding of the initial messianic vision. This approach affirms the continuity and unity of the biblical text, portraying it as a dynamic interplay of text and commentary. Furthermore, Salehamer, in his exploration of the Messiah and the Hebrew Bible, introduces a thought-provoking perspective that challenges conventional evangelical approaches. He asserts the significance of the Bible's final shape, advocating for a broader consideration beyond the traditional focus on the intent of the original authors. This approach does not intend to undermine the established evangelical concern for the author's original meanings, but rather to augment it by encouraging a comprehensive examination of the entire Hebrew Bible as it is presently constituted. Central to Seilhammer's argument is the pivotal role played by certain anonymous authors in the Bible. He specifically references the writer who documented Moses' death and remarked that no prophet akin to Moses had arisen in Israel thereafter. This author, despite his anonymity, is considered by Salehamer to hold the same level of importance as any other recognised biblical author. The significance of this author's contribution, particularly in the concluding remarks of the Pentateuch, is highlighted by Salehamer. These closing comments critically inform the understanding that the prophet mentioned by Moses in Deuteronomy 18 was not any of the subsequent prophets of Israel, but rather a yet-to-come figure, the awaited Messiah. This interpretation is in alignment with the perspectives of the New Testament authors regarding Moses' prophecy. Salehamer's perspective invites evangelical scholars into what he describes as uncharted waters, prompting them to re-evaluate the importance of these lesser-known or anonymous authors in the Hebrew Bible. His approach suggests that the anonymity of an author does not detract from their significance or the necessity to closely examine their contributions. Through this lens, Salehamer disputes for an equal attentiveness to these authors as to the more renowned Old Testament authors, positing that their insights are integral to a fuller understanding of the biblical narrative, especially concerning the anticipation and identity of the Messiah. In addition, Seilhamer's examination of the Pentateuch centres on the hypothesis that it is a unified literary work, primarily aimed at presenting a future messianic hope. He argues against the documentary hypothesis, which views the Pentateuch as a compilation of various documents, instead proposing that it was deliberately written with a single, coherent purpose. Salehamer indicates that the Pentateuch, spanning from Genesis to Deuteronomy, is not a random collection of events or a mere diary, but a well-structured narrative with a clear message and focus. 
central to Salehamer's thesis is the idea that the Pentateuch narrates a single story starting with the creation and leading up to the postponement of the promised land's possession. This continuous narrative maintains the theme of land, suggesting a cohesive and intentional structure. Additionally, the major narrative blocks, encompassing the primeval history, patriarchs, exodus, wilderness and conquest, are intricately linked by the theme of faith. This linkage, according to Salehamer, is not incidental, but a clear indication of the author's intention to weave these events into a unified message. Another significant aspect of Salehamer's analysis is the role of major poetic texts found in Genesis 49, Numbers 24 and Deuteronomy 32. He compares the Pentateuch to a Hollywood musical, where songs, poems are strategically placed to develop and interrupt the storyline, carrying the central theme. This arrangement suggests that the narratives and poems are interlinked to point out a recurring messianic theme. Further, Salehamer discusses the deliberate arrangement of various laws within the narrative. Contrary to the belief that these are remnants of earlier law codes, he contends that they follow a carefully planned textual strategy. The narrative of the Golden Calf and the introduction of the New Covenant in Deuteronomy 30 are pivotal, reiterating a fundamental shift and the Pentateuch's deeper message. The textual strategy, rather than the textual layers, is what Salehamer believes conveys the true message of the Pentateuch. In essence, Salehamer distinguishes between the Pentateuch's portrayal of a Messiah and its specific reference to Jesus. He repeats that while the Pentateuch predicts a Messiah, the New Testament identifies Jesus as this Messiah, thus affirming his messianic identity. This separation of concepts underlines the importance of understanding the Pentateuch's messianic theme within its own literary and historical context. Salehamer's interpretation ultimately presents the Pentateuch as a meticulously crafted work with a central focus on messianic hope, challenging traditional views, and offering a fresh perspective on its purpose and composition. Besides, Salehamer's interpretation of the Pentateuch focuses on its central message, which he debates is intricately linked to its compositional structure and themes. He stresses that simply identifying broad themes is insufficient. It is crucial to understand how these themes are woven into the text's composition. The first major theme identified by Salehamer is the prophetic critique of Israel's faith. This critique is a pivotal element in the narrative arc of the Pentateuch, which spans from the creation and God's preparation of the land to Israel's failure in the wilderness and their deferred entry into the Promised Land. This narrative underscores a serious lack of faith, not only in the Israelite people but also in Moses. This thematic strand paints a picture that is far from optimistic about Israel's immediate prospects, suggesting a turbulent and uncertain future. Moses' prophecies, particularly on his deathbed, foretell Israel's deviation from God's commandments, hinting at an impending exile and a jeopardized future. This prophetic critique aligns the Pentateuch closely with the themes found in the later prophetic books of the Old Testament. Despite this critical tone, Salhammer identifies a concurrent theme of hope akin to that found in prophetic literature. Central to this theme is the anticipation of a coming king, a motif recurrent in both major and minor poems of the Pentateuch. This messianic figure, originating from the house of Judah, is prophesied to have universal dominion and to restore God's land to all humanity. The Pentateuch specifies the timing of this king's advent as in the last days, creating a sense of expectation and future fulfilment. 
In summary, Sailhamer's interpretation reveals a dual thematic structure in the Pentateuch, a critical examination of Israel's lack of faith, juxtaposed with a hopeful promise of a future king. These themes are not merely superficial, but are integral to the Pentateuch's compositional strategy, reflecting its deep textual intricacies. Additionally, Sailhamer, in his analysis of the Pentateuch, places significant emphasis on the centrality of faith as the means by which one pleases God. This theme is woven throughout the narrative, accentuating that faith and obedience from the heart are crucial, resonating with the prophetic vision of the New Covenant as depicted in Jeremiah 31 and Ezekiel 36. Sailhamer affirms a key narrative thread. Israel's failure to uphold their covenant with God, as evidenced in the incident of the golden calf in Exodus 32. Despite this failure, the Pentateuch suggests a future blessing for Israel, contingent not on adherence to the law, but on faith. This interpretation challenges traditional understandings of the Old Testament, particularly in the way it regards Abraham's relationship with God. Genesis 26, 5 is pivotal here. It suggests that Abraham's faith was tantamount to keeping God's statutes, commandments, and laws. This is a significant statement considering that Abraham lived before the giving of the law at Sinai to Moses. Sailhamer interprets Abraham's life of faith as his means of keeping the law, thereby establishing a direct link between faith and legal observance. Sailhamer's view is that this faith-based approach is not just a New Testament concept, but is also deeply embedded in the Old Testament, specifically in the Pentateuch. He disputes that the emphasis on faith is not scattered randomly throughout the text, but is strategically placed along the compositional seams, serving to bind the entire narrative together. This perspective reframes the Pentateuch, asserting a continuity between the Old and New Testaments in terms of the centrality of faith, a concept often perceived as predominantly a New Testament theme. Sailhamer's interpretation thus offers a cohesive understanding of the Pentateuch, highlighting faith as the fundamental element in the relationship between God and humanity. Also, Sailhamer's analysis of the Pentateuch, particularly focusing on its major poems, reveals a weighty theme of an eschatological king, intricately connected with the concept of messianic eschatology. He identifies a recurring motif in these poems, marked by the phrase, in the last days. This terminology aligns closely with the messianic prophecies found in the writings of the prophets, suggesting that these Pentateuchal poems not only indicate the coming of a king, but also place this event within the eschatological or end times framework. A pivotal aspect of Sailhamer's analysis is the textual variation concerning the identity of this prophesied king. In the Masoretic text, this figure is associated with King David, as indicated by references to his victory over Agag, Numbers 24-7. This interpretation is reinforced by the commentary of Rashi, who explicitly identifies this king with David. However, Sailhamer notes a stark contrast in other ancient texts and versions, where the king is described as conquering and ruling over the kingdom of Gog, a reference to the figure from Ezekiel 38. This discrepancy suggests a broader textual debate regarding the king's identity. While the Masoretic text appears to view these prophecies as fulfilled in the historical figure of David, other texts, including those referenced by Ezekiel, portray the king as an eschatological redeemer who will ultimately defeat Gog. Moreover, Sailhamer draws attention to the prophetic timeline in Numbers 24, 24, which describes the king's emergence after the defeat of Assyria, Babylon, and the rise of the Kittim. 
This chronology does not align with David's era, lending support to the interpretation of the king as an eschatological figure rather than a historical one. Through this analysis, Salehamer maintains a dynamic and ongoing debate within the textual history of the Pentateuch, oscillating between historical fulfillment in figures like David and an anticipated future, eschatological realization. Furthermore, Salehammer delves deeply into the intricate thematic connections between the Pentateuch and the later prophetic literature of Israel, focusing particularly on the shared messianic and redemptive themes. He points out that the central motifs of the Pentateuch are closely aligned with those found in the prophetic texts, notably the anticipation of a new covenant and the advent of a future king. This king is envisioned as a messianic figure who will conquer Israel's adversaries and establish an ideal, flawless kingdom. Salehamer's analysis extends to the Mosaic Covenant and the laws delivered at Mount Sinai, as documented in the Pentateuch. He draws a parallel between the depiction of the law in the Pentateuch and the Apostle Paul's perspectives expressed in Galatians 3. According to Salehamer, the law itself is not inherently defective, but it was unable to foster a living, active faith among the people of Israel. This failure of the law to instill genuine faith led God to promise a future filled with hope and to provide interim laws to guide Israel until that promised future could be realized. Salehammer interprets the Pentateuch as a commentary on the Sinai Covenant's laws, suggesting that these laws were a precursor to a greater, more fulfilling covenant. The greater covenant Salehammer refers to is a new covenant, encompassing both Jews and Gentiles. At its core lies a messianic redeemer, a royal figure who embodies the hopes and prophecies of both the Pentateuch and the later prophetic writings. This messianic emphasis reiterates a future hope and a transformative new covenant, bridging the Pentateuch with the prophetic literature and revealing a continuous theological narrative within the Hebrew scriptures. In this way, Salehammer positions the Pentateuch not merely as a historical or legal document, but as a theological text that anticipates and lays the groundwork for the ultimate fulfillment of God's redemptive plan for humanity. In addition, Salehammer's perspective on the Pentateuch, as expressed in his writings, particularly focuses on the messianic themes intricately woven throughout the narratives, poetry and laws of these first five books of the Bible. Salehammer repeats the importance of understanding the detailed aspects of the Pentateuch to grasp its overarching messianic intent. He sees these details as not merely historical or legalistic elements, but as integral parts contributing to a broader messianic narrative. To elucidate this viewpoint, Salehammer refers to the prophets and psalmists, considering their works as inspired commentaries on the Pentateuch. He draws an analogy between these biblical commentaries and a stained glass window. Just as a stained glass window is composed of fragmented pieces that, when illuminated, form a coherent and beautiful image, the prophets and psalmists take fragmented insights from the Pentateuch and through their inspired writings illuminate a larger, unified vision of God's plan. This vision, according to Salehamer, is not only focused on the historical context of the Pentateuch or the immediate needs of the prophets and psalmists' times, but also extends to a future hope. This hope is inherently messianic, pointing towards the coming of the Messiah. He implies that every detail in the Pentateuch, including the arrangement and composition of laws, contributes to this messianic theme, revealing God's grand narrative of redemption. Salehamer's approach encourages readers to dive into the Pentateuch's details, seeing them as essential components of a divine tapestry. 
This perspective challenges traditional interpretations that might view these details as merely historical or legalistic. Instead, it invites a deeper exploration of how each element within the Pentateuch contributes to the revelation of the Messiah and God's redemptive plan for humanity. Further, Sailhammer presents a nuanced argument in his conclusion, advocating for a re-evaluation of how evangelicals traditionally interpret the relationship between the Old Testament and the New Testament. He proposes a bi-directional approach, urging not only to read the OT in light of the NT as is common, but also to reverse this perspective by understanding the NT through the lens of the OT. This approach underlines the significance of the OT in illuminating the events and teachings in the NT, a perspective often overshadowed in evangelical scholarship. Besides, Seilhamer underscores the need to shift our focus from the earliest interpretations of biblical texts to the insights offered by later biblical authors. Traditional scholarship often concentrates on the understandings of early biblical figures, such as Eve's interpretation of Genesis 3.15. However, Seilhamer contends that more substantial and insightful revelations are found in the perspectives of later authors like Moses, and in the final form of the OT texts, such as the concluding verses of Deuteronomy. He debates that this later perspective offers a richer understanding of the biblical message. Central to Salem's thesis is the idea that the final shape and structure of the Hebrew Bible, Tanakh, are intentionally crafted, carrying a predominantly messianic message. He suggests that the later stages of the Hebrew Bible's formation aim to make explicit the messianic hope already implicit in its earlier texts. Sailhamer likens this process to a lighthouse lens, where the initial messianic candlelight of early texts is amplified through the Tanakh, casting a brighter light on the NT. Additionally, Sailhamer shares an anecdote about his course, the use of the OT in the OT, which was repeatedly misconstrued, reflecting a prevalent oversight in biblical studies. This anecdote accentuates the general neglect of how OT texts interpret each other, overshadowed by the emphasis on their influence on the NT. In sum, Sailhamer's argument advocates for a more integrated and comprehensive approach to biblical interpretation, focusing on the internal development of the messianic theme within the OT and its crucial role in enlightening the NT. Last but not least, Sailhamer presents a compelling argument regarding the messianic nature of the Old Testament. He aligns with Walt Kaiser's perspective that the interpretation of the OT in the New Testament as messianic could significantly influence evangelical scholarship and the Church's understanding of Scripture. Sailhamer suggests that the core question revolves around whether the NT's interpretation truly reflects the original intent of the OT authors. Gordon McConville's viewpoint is also acknowledged, affirming the necessity for a convincing argument that the OT inherently possesses a messianic character. While Sailhamer hopes his discourse has opened up possibilities for understanding, he acknowledges that the persuasiveness of his argument may vary among readers. Sailhamer boldly asserts that the OT can be disputed to be messianic in the complete NT sense. He sees the OT not merely as a precursor, but as an integral part that illuminates the NT. This perspective challenges the traditional view of the OT as primarily historical or national literature of Israel. Instead, Sailhamer posits that the OT was written as an expression of a deep-seated messianic hope by a group of faithful prophets and their followers. This group, he argues, did not compose these texts as an afterthought or as mere national literature. Rather, their writings were an embodiment of a fervent hope for a future miraculous act of God, the sending of a promised Redeemer. 
Thus, Sailhamer's interpretation reframes the OT as a proactive, messianic document, created with the purpose of expressing and preserving the anticipation of a Messiah. This standpoint suggests a fundamental rethinking of the Hebrew Bible's role, not just as a historical or cultural artefact, but as a vital component in the understanding of Christian faith and the anticipation of messianic fulfilment. In conclusion, Seilhamer's address at the 52nd Annual Meeting of the Evangelical Theological Society highlights the crucial role of understanding the Messiah within the Hebrew Bible for evangelical scholarship and the Church's scripture interpretation. He references Walt Kaiser's insights, indicating this understanding's potential to reshape evangelical scholarship and scripture approach. The central debate revolves around whether the New Testament interpretations of Old Testament texts align with the original intentions of Old Testament authors, impacting the authority and understanding of divine revelation. Moreover, Salheimer maintains the Messiah's significant role in the Old Testament, referencing Gordon McConville's argument on the necessity of demonstrating the Old Testament's inherently messianic nature. This reflects the prevailing evangelical scholarship mindset, paralleling the quest for the historical Jesus with the evangelical quest for the biblical Jesus. Salehamer points out the importance of this topic in the evolving identity and direction of evangelical scholarship. Furthermore, he digs into the evangelical perspective on messianic prophecy in the Hebrew Bible, focusing on contributions from Ernst Wilhelm Hengstenberg and Johann Christian Konrad von Hoffmann during the Berlin revivals. They viewed these prophecies as divine revelations, essential for upholding the gospel's truth. Seilhammer's analysis reveals the depth and complexity of evangelical views on messianic prophecy, influenced by historical context and theological interpretations. In addition, Seilhammer examines the differing approaches of Hengstenberg and von Hoffmann. While Hengstenberg concentrated on textual analysis, von Hoffmann reiterated the historical events recorded in the Bible as material prophecy, indicative of the Messiah's narrative. Seilhammer proposes a more comprehensive exploration, viewing prophecy as both predictive and guiding toward the future. Further, Seilhammer's three main propositions focus on reinterpreting Old Testament messianic prophecy, suggesting a cohesive development of the messianic vision throughout the Hebrew Bible. This approach implies a direct link between the Old and New Testaments, presenting a unified messianic narrative. In essence, Seilhammer advocates for a re-evaluation of traditional evangelical interpretations, suggesting a bi-directional approach to understand the relationship between the Old and New Testaments. This perspective repeats the Old Testament's vital role in illuminating the New Testament, proposing a rethinking of the Hebrew Bible as an integral part of Christian faith and messianic anticipation.